<laughs> no, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Hear loud and clear. Okay, perfect. Well, welcome to the Hello Calgary podcast. I'm your host and your son, <laughs> the prophet Esau. And uh, with me, I have my mom. I'm not sure what you want to be known as, just mom? Well, it doesn't matter. All right. Well, I feel funny calling you anything else, so I'm just going to refer to you as a... And it would be okay, or mom could be okay. Okay. Well, maybe just keep this professional, and we'll call you Janet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so this particular episode that I'm hosting here is all about ghosts. And uh, <laughs> I've invited you here because um, very early on in life, I've been uh, told all these stories about ghosts and your ghost encounters. And uh, I wanted to get yourself um, and Wally and Mike's mom. Uh, apparently, she's had some interactions as well. That's Louise. Or sorry, oh. I guess I'm going to have to bleep out that name because I try to keep the names anonymous. <laughs> and anonymous? then, yeah. Anonymous is her name? <laughs> well, it is on this podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as well as Andre, who said that there was a ghost who used to uh, turn his TV on and off. humans and welcome to the hello calgary podcast freedom of voice anyway um so mom what's the very first interaction that you have had from the other side hmm. you mean to the my ghost story that's the ones <laughs> well the first thing is uh, my grandpa died, and I love my grandpa so much. And uh, we, my mom and myself, have a house, you know, separately from my grandpa and my grandma. And my brother and my sister live with them, but I just live with my mom. And when my grandpa died, we went to their house to, you know, put a wake or whatever you call it. And and uh, and then I'm supposed to go home to. Uh, to secure the you know our chicken we have chicken so usually every night we put it in a uh, container so that the ra the the mouse or whatever cats or whatever will eat them so i went with a woman you know a neighbor so you know to help me or to be my companion so anyways when i was putting the when i was in the basement our basement is actually uh, ground, you know, the the ground is the basement. We don't dig it, you know. So, anyways, the you know, um, in the when I was putting my chicken in the what do you call that now in the in the in the basket, we call it basket and close it, closing it. All of a sudden, I could hear the boats of my grandpa. Usually, he comes around because we have a big lot, which was. Uh, you know, um, actually, he plants uh, vegetables and other things uh, in the middle where my gram my dad planted right. 50 coconuts. So we have a big lot, and he planted vegetables there. So he usually come and, and farm that, you know, put vegetables in there. Okay. So anyways, I was putting the chicken, and uh, my grandpa have a boot that was given to him by my, gr my uncle who lives in uh, California. And uh, it makes noise, you know, so I know when he come and visit there and look after the the farm, I mean the vegetables. So and you never saw him. The chicken, I could hear these boats going back and forth around the, what do you call that now, beside our basement, our house. And I said to the to the woman who, who uh, accompanied me, I said, Nanang, that means auntie or something. Where are you? Come and help me. I'm so scared. And she never answered, you know. So I hurried up and put all my chicken, and I still I could hear the boats going up and down. And, you know, I mean, probably you wouldn't believe me, but I could hear it loud and clear. It's beside the, the, the basement but of our house. Couldn't that and noise so be I someone ran else? Up, I finished. Uh, is it finished? No, could, couldn't that noise be someone else? No, nobody around. It's nighttime. So just us and her, just me and her, nobody around in there. And because uh, everybody should be asleep already, but, you know, 
so, but anyway. But how could you be sure that was your grandpa's boots? Why not someone else's boots? Because in the Philippines, you know, boots, you know, rubber boots is very expensive. And, you know, sometimes, you know, farmers or whatever, it's very hard, very costly for them to buy. So they don't bother buying any boots like that. But that boot was given by my uncle from United States in California. So he, you know, it was sent to him to use. So he always uses it when he comes in and, uh, you know, uh, take care of the vegetables that he planted beside our house. And, uh, you know, I could hear him always, you know, his boots going back and forth when he was alive, you know, so I know he was there somewhere, right? So usually if he comes in the morning or something, I usually go and see him and, and help him whatever he was doing. And I could hear the boats in there going back and forth, you know, and nobody around. And, you know, I called to this woman that accompanied me. She wasn't there. So then I hurried up and, and ran like mad, you know, and I was so mad when I arrived in the, in the house for my grand, you know, grandpa's house and everybody were there and i said you know i said onang is her name you know nanang onang let me i said i could hear grandpa's boots there and i said running back i mean going back and forth i said and you know i called her and she was gone and she said the woman was there and she said yeah i heard it too and i got scared she said i was beside but in front of the house he said, and I could hear that bus going back and forth, so I ran away. Maybe it was that person wearing his boots. Oh, nobody there. <laughs> okay, so you heard a ghost. You heard a ghost this time. Have you ever, did you see the ghost? No, I never saw a ghost. Okay. Have you ever seen a ghost? Uh, no, not really. I smelled it one time. <laughs> <laughs> Explain. Like, just like, you know, when you're in bar. I don't know if you know, you know, um, if you are embalmed, you could smell the the embalm uh, medicine or whatever. The embalming you fluid use. or the formaldehyde, is it? Or? Uh, something like that. You know, okay. you could smell the smell. Okay, where did you smell this ghostly smell? Well, <laughs> that's a story. When my brother and my sister were gone to Manila, I mean, to, the, to go to university, and I was alone with my mom and my step my grandma actually uh, uh, was alone also in her house now because everybody are gone. My brother, and my sister in in university, and so my grandma because my grandpa passed away, right? Yeah. So so she was alone there, and she has her house, and she was getting old. So my mom and myself went and uh, you know went to with her and live with her there and while we were while i was studying alone my grandma went to visit the neighbors okay. and all of a sudden i was studying and all of a sudden i whipped this in <laughs> i whipped this in balm uh, what do you call these things now um uh, smell you know and i mean there's nobody that will smell like that it's, it's really inbound smell i could smell it Okay. I I got so scared. I said, "Oh my God, Grandpa's here!" So I I ran, and you know you had to come down the stairs. And I think I I you know I ran that I had to step three at a time of the steps. And lucky I didn't fall down, but I tell you I ran as fast as I could. And I went to the neighbor. You know my grandma was visiting the cousin of my mom. So I said, "Grandma, I said Grandpa is in the house. I'm scared." And she said, don't be ridiculous. And I said, yeah, I smell that inbound thing. You know, I know he was there. And he, and he said, okay, let's go home. So I never want to stay in the house alone. When I'm alone, I will not stay there. Could it know, be alone. anything else that you had smelled? Maybe it's a memory of it, and then it kind of reentered your mind. I never had that smell before. That's the first time I smelled it. <laughs> Have you, you know, ever... I mean, you might not believe it, but I tell you, <laughs> I, I was so Scared, you well, know? I'll be honest with you, Mom. I'm a bit of a skeptic when it comes to these stories. Well, and uh, have you anyway. ever? You've smelled now a ghost. You've you've heard <laughs> no, you've heard no. a ghost, but you haven't seen a ghost. <laughs> have you spoken to a ghost? Well, yeah. <laughs> and before we get into my mom's explanation of the ghost she spoke to, uh, I want to introduce the second guest to the 
ghost episode, and that would be Ms. M, the mother of Cowboy Wally. Okay, so we'll start this off. Hello, welcome to the Hello Calgary podcast. I'm your host, the Prophet Esau, and with me, uh, joining me right now is a voice we've heard before, which is a familiar voice, and that's, uh, what did you go by last time there, Big W? Oh, I, I can't remember. Uh, what was it? Was it, um, must have been something really cool. Yeah, it was something pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> and uh, yourself, our new guest with some stories for us. Uh, is there a name you'd like to go by? Uh, Ms. Well, M. <laughs> just for anonymity, I'm just going to call you Ms. M. Did that work for that you? Sounds fine. Perfect. And at this point, I asked Ms. M some questions just to show that she's a normal, sane person. So, I went to a couple different websites <laughs> to uh, uh, establish some questions, some baseline questions. First one is, as all good interviewers ask, according to Forbes, tell me about yourself. What do you want to know? <laughs> all right. Maybe we can start with what are your strengths and weaknesses? Ah. Oh, well, I think I'm a, a, a loyal person. Um, I believe in, in uh, helping people and um, just being there for people. All right. And weaknesses? Um, you should ask my kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're a family person. And uh, at this point in life, where do you see yourself in five years? Oh, right here. <laughs> Not going anywhere. <laughs> All right. Um, just a couple more questions to establish this. Tell me about an accomplishment you are most proud of. My kids. How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> that's that's definitely sanity right there. Um, and then just to wrap this thing up, here's uh, one more from the uh, um, the IFL Science website uh, to determine if you're a psychopath or if you are truly a sane individual. Just answer, you know, honestly. It's kind of a riddle. It says, while at her mother's funeral, a woman meets a guy she doesn't know, and she thinks this guy is amazing, her dream man. And is pretty sure he could be the love of her life. However, she never asked for his name or number and afterwards could not find anyone who knew who he was. A few days later, the girl kills her own sister. Why? Because she was crazy? I don't know. That's the right answer. Had you answered that she wanted to um, kill her sister because she knows the man would turn up to her sister's subsequent funeral, and have an opportunity to meet the person, that would peg you as a psychopath. But we can clearly see that you are sane. <laughs> I'm glad. So are you convinced, Wally? Do you think uh, I've proven that your mom is a totally normal, sane individual? Uh, do, I, do, I have... uh, do, I, do I have to answer that question? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, I believe she is quite sane. I liked her answer about her best accomplishment, too. I think that was... Uh... That was, that was lovely. <laughs> but I think she also has many other accomplishments in life, too. So, I mean, uh, absolutely. That was the greatest one. All right. Would you like to speak to that wall? Do you have something else you'd like to add to that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I would. Uh, that's very, very kind and, and, and polite of, of her to say. Um, I think she's uh, she's done an amazing job also at um, I mean, she might not tell you this, but um, she also took very amazingly good care of her mom at uh, um, when when she was at the end of her life. So that I think is another one of mom's amazing accomplishments, and just being there when when, when we needed her as uh, as kids and um, throughout life. I mean, we can count on both mom and dad to to be there. In fact, we're we're living right now for the weekend in, in their driveway. So. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> yeah, and that's the way I've always remembered your family, very welcoming, and that's part of the reason why you're uh, the second time on this show is because uh, we've stayed so close after all these years. 
So uh, glad to have you back there, Wall. Glad to have you here, Ms. M. And uh, without further ado, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, I've been told that you uh, have some stories about ghosts and uh, maybe you have a reason for me to believe in this. Well, I'll tell you, I don't, I don't consider it a ghost, uh, more of a spirit. Um, when my dad died, we were on our way out from Calgary, hoping we would get here before he went. And uh, along the way, everybody was so tired that we pulled off to rest for a while. And uh, the boys were asleep in the back seat and Wally was asleep in the front seat. And I was just sort of staring, waiting for everybody to wake up. And um, when my dad passed away, before he passed away, I heard his voice. He spoke to me. And uh, I woke Wally up and I said, uh, we have to go, Wally. Dad has gone. And it was as clear as, as if he was sitting across from me, his voice. And uh, I always thought that was a gift that he gave me because I couldn't be there. Well, what and did he say? Do you remember the words? Uh, he spoke my name and I, I can't quite remember it all, but it was his way of saying goodbye. And, right. and uh, it, was, it was amazing. It was wonderful, really. This bears a lot of similarities to my mom's own stories of talking to her father. Um, after he passed, she had heard him walking around in his signature boots she had smelled him in another room. She had smelled the formaldehyde. And this is all just after he had passed. Um, why is it, do you believe, that there is this connection? Why, how are you able to connect with these people and their spirits? Because I think that sometimes you're very close to a person in what you believe and what they believe, and you connect. Um, that's the only way I can really explain it. But uh, it's, it's a nice feeling. And, and if I, I firmly believe that everyone along the way has experienced something, but um, some people don't want to believe it. Yeah. And, um, but I think that you would find that most people have an experience of some kind. Like even, a, well, I remember being in the, working out in the rose garden and dad loved the roses as much as mom did. And, and um, uh, I could feel a hand. It felt like a hand on my shoulder. And uh, well, I just thought, well, that's either mom or dad. And uh, it's, uh, and sometimes it's just a feeling you get, or there's um, kind of a, a breeze in the room for no reason at all, as if somebody is going by you. Okay. And sometimes when I walk by mom's picture, it's almost like she, she's winking at me, you know? And I don't know, she's here all the time. You can, you can feel her. For me, I, can't, I gotta say, I've never had any experiences like this. I am one of the people who is a doubter. Um, when I do experience these things where I feel like that is something out, out of the ordinary, I spend a lot of time trying to figure out scientifically What's happening? Is there a breeze in the house? And I felt it and I found no open doors, but at right. the same time, I'm like, ah, there's probably, <laughs> there's probably a hole in the insulation, right? <laughs> uh, my mind goes strictly to the logical, like where else could this possibly be explained? Um, right. Like the hand on your shoulder, like, did you turn to look at first or did yeah, you? Yeah, I did. And yeah. there was, of course, no one there. No one there. 
it was just a kind of a pressure. And, um, but, and, and there's some things that uh, nobody will ever be able to explain, you know, and, and I think you have to be, you have to be a believer to really feel these, these things. And so now at this point, I've heard stories of hearing and smelling and feeling um, ghosts. And uh, I was looking for a little more. So here's my mom talking about speaking to them. I will not believe this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, you know, my brother was already in university. Okay. So every summer he comes for vacation. He, he was going to school there, yep. you know, in Manila. And, uh, you know, it's far away, actually. Uh, you know, we have only buses to go there. And uh, so it takes practically the whole day to come back home, right? Yep. But when, she came, when he came back, he, you know, some, some guys, you know, like his age and some are a little bit older, will come and call my brother to go and and do something you know play with them or you know just like their ground or something so anyways brother right from manila okay and and uh, you know uh this these people they're always kind of bad gang you know they're bad in some way you know one time uh you know that time when brother you know came one time they went and stole a cow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, you know, and butchered the cow. And whether the brother likes it or not, his duty was to go and climb this, the, the tree so that, uh, you know, if somebody comes, he whistles. <laughs> he's but he's the lookout. But anyways, so, so brother was, you know, mom doesn't like him going with this guys, but you have to go with them, you know, they're bad guys, and if you don't go with them, you might get killed. So you yeah. go with them. And if they do something, you don't tell any anybody. So, but anyways, then, uh, when brother arrived here, they come again. So, all of a sudden, you know, we were in the living room, my sister, myself, and mom. And then, all of a sudden, brother said, Mom, I'm going now with the go out with the guys so mom said well you should not stay long you know why don't you stay home and he said well they're calling me mom so he was going out already right he got yep. out went the stairs and was already going out so anyways all of a sudden mom said to me to us anyways um, could you go because in the philippines they believe that if you are kind of sick um, you know like somebody we call it un unknown if some dead person will touch you or something like a ghost you know you don't feel very good so mom said go to the kitchen get me some water and salt the salt is uh, something that she would put in her forehead to get rid of the whatever uh, you know the the ghost might you know go away and then the water she's gonna drink right okay so sister was just sitting there and she said oh, oh how are you doing mom said, i'm sick i told you hurry up with that salt and water so i hurried up like mad went to the kitchen and, and got to the you know kitchen and got all what you know the salt and the water so i ran to the, the living room and then all of a sudden mom waved his hand he said call your brother right away and it wasn't her voice it was my dad's voice and you know my dad's voice is a man's voice, of course. Yeah. And not only that, he has addiction because he wasn't born where I, where we were. You know, he wa he was born from another province, and right. the only uh, language uh, dialect that he spoke was either Spanish or or their dialect, which is uh, you know uh, Ilongo, I guess is the name. You know, he was in in Negros Orientals, so therefore they have a different dialect, and our dialect is Ilocano. And right. he, he learned how to speak Ilocano, but he has addiction. So he said... Like an accent, you mean? Yeah, like an accent, and you could tell that it is that, you know? And he said, bring your brother right now. And, 
and I and you know, but the 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 salt and the water that I got, mom with her hand, bring your brother, you know, <laughs> and the water got knocked down and the salt went flying. And and sister, I guess I just asked her about I think a month ago, and I said, do you remember that? And she said, yeah, I sort of kind of remember it. And she was crying, mom. My sister was crying. And I said, Mom, don't you want this anymore? Go call your brother right now. <laughs> so I jumped and I went the stairs, you know, I ran as fast as I could. I said, Brother, brother, I said, come back. Dad is calling you. And brother laughed at me. He said, That's ridiculous. He said, Dad, Dad wants you to come back. You better come back. You know, Mom is sick. <laughs> and he said, And the, the guys are waiting for him, right? And he, he said to them, well, mom is sick, so I cannot come. So, so you know, he said, okay, I'll come, he said. Yeah. And he said, don't be ridiculous. And I said, dad is calling you. And he said, you have to come right away. And he said, don't be ridiculous, he said. So brother came. And then all of a sudden, three of us there, he said, you better listen carefully to, to me, he said. Now you decide whether you be good people or good kids. He said, if not, I'm going to take <laughs> your mother right now. And sister myself and cried and, and brother said, oh, dad, he said, please don't, don't do that. We, we will try and be very good. And he said, you make up your mind. He said, are you <laughs> sure you're going to be good? Because I'm going to take her now. And we said, please don't take her. You know, we were, I was young also. I don't yeah. know how old I was. But I could remember completely, and sister remembered it also. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, he said, well, he said, okay, but you, you be good. He said, you watch your step. He said, I'm, I'm always looking up to you. He said, I'm always, I'm always here, he said. So we, say, we promised that we will be good, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden, mom woke up, like he said. What happened to the salt and water I asked you to bring? I said, Mom, I did bring bring you that, but I said, you know, you wave your hand and you, you spilled the water and the salt went flying, and then all of a sudden, Dad spoke up, and Mom said, don't be ridiculous, he said. Your dad spoke <laughs> up? Yes, he wanted to take you, but we, we promised we will be good. And Mom just laughed. She doesn't believe us, of course. Right, yep. and 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 you know it was really, really, really scary. Hmm. <laughs> so nobody will believe it, but I tell you, if you were there, <laughs> you'll be scared also. You know, like I mean, she was gonna get, uh, you know, probably mom will be dead. Well, there lies the problem with all these stories: is that if you're not there, it's really hard <laughs> to believe. And so at this point, after further coaxing, I tried to get a story out of my mom that I remembered from my childhood as a ghost story. But as it turned out, it was a story about my mom's interaction with the Virgin Mary. And you can hear all about that in the extra section of the podcast, which is not yet available, but available soon. Um, and we're going to rejoin her in a discussion uh, post-Virgin Mary story. So here's you know, my problem, mom. So you have these stories, and I believe you. You're my mom. You raised me. Um, you seem like you're sane. You don't seem crazy to me, yet you speak of the Virgin Mary coming in and healing you. You talk of, of hearing and smelling the other side, like the, the dead. I'm, I'm even a nurse, and you know what? I, I am in right mind. I'm, I'm a nurse, <laughs> and I should know. You know, I mean, at first I didn't believe it, I suppose, but, you know, I mean, to me, there's always a miracle. I never told anybody that story. Yeah. Oh? Oh, that one stuck with me, and that's why I had to bring it up for this podcast. Except my mom and that, you know, I never told the lady either. So why do you believe it's ghosts or the Virgin Mary and not some other unexpected? You know, another theory, like maybe it's just something in your mind, especially in your dreams, just talking to you, no, and solutions not. coming to you, or perhaps no. like, you know, the benzene ring in science where the guy went to sleep and he dreamed of six snakes biting each other's tails. And that's how we figured out the structure of benzene no. or 
Whether you believe me or not, is uh, probably they might think I'm crazy, but I'm not. <laughs> you know, I'm in my right mind. Well, I can vouch what? for that. You are, you are rather well, like, you, you, your mind is sound. Huh? But that's my problem, Mom. When you speak of ghosts, it makes me think, well, maybe you're not seeing clearly enough. When, when I hear, you know, everybody else talk of these stories of ghosts, and that's their jump. They jump to that conclusion. I, I, have, I struggle with that. Listen, when my cousin, who is a doctor, you know, brought me to that place where, you know, there were cadavers, and I never know that there were cadavers. I tell you, I was just going to go and uh, I registered already to become, you know, pre-nursing. And I was going to quit nursing because I don't like the people. I'm a nurse, but I don't like them. Yeah. See? I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought I didn't know that was the whole point. <laughs> No, what I'm saying is, you know, I, I believe those things. That's why your dad also knows that if he ever died in the house, I will sell the house right away. I will not stay here. Yeah, that's right. But... He had the okay. foresight to die somewhere else, so, <laughs> so I, as not to haunt your house. <laughs> your, your dad asked me, you know, at least he said, I might, you know, he said to me, I will not die in this in the house," he said. If I cannot get into the, I don't know where he was, where he died, you know. Yeah. I, huh? Yeah, the the, not the home, but I know what you mean. Like the. I will. He said he'll go to Best Western and die there. And you know <laughs> what I told him? I will not pay that bill. So <laughs> 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 then I said, no, I don't care. I said I will not pay that bill. <laughs> Could you imagine to tell it? A man who's dying. <laughs> and that dark little uh, piece of humor there um, segues us nicely into the next part, which is uh, what are these spirits or ghosts? What, what are we actually dealing with? Here we have uh, Ms. M talking to it. So what do you believe happens when you die? You'll join the other ones, I guess, <laughs> you know. And are um, they all here on Earth interacting with humans or is there something not associated with Earth? Are they always here? Is that why we keep interacting? Or is there like a beyond? Their spirits are always here, yes. In oh. one way, shape or form. So know? there's always a connection somehow. Right. Oh. Uh, and I remember when the boys were little, and um, one of them went to do something one day and all of a sudden he stopped and he said, oh, I can't do that. Grandpa wouldn't like it. I mean, and grandpa had been gone for, so it's, yeah. I think everyone leaves something behind when they pass away. I believe that, but I think it's in us. I think we create it. I yeah. think those pieces that are left behind are, when you feel the breeze, that's you remembering. Yeah, it could be. Uh, when your kids mention their grandparent, even though it's a distant memory, I think it's them bringing it back to life. But as far as an interacting afterlife, I have troubles uh, accepting that as an explanation for the same reason I can't accept aliens. Without, I find it really difficult to say that's the conclusion we should draw. Right. Well, I, I still believe that there's so many things that the human will never understand and be able to explain. For sure. They're just there. And that's something I can agree with Ms. M. Some things can't be explained and maybe they just are there. Um, but I can't resolve it as the afterlife. And I find it very difficult to reconcile the idea that spirits would involve themselves in the living world. So I brought the question back to my mom. So question, uh, just to kind of finish out this talk about ghosts, um, do you, like, what do you think happens when we die? Do we float around earth as a bunch of ghosts or no. uh, do we go somewhere beyond or what's the deal with the afterlife? I believe that uh, if you have unfinished business or something, I think, uh, then you have to finish that business before you, either you go wherever you're supposed to go, either 
heaven or, or I believe in uh, what do you call that now? I believe in in hell, but I believe also in limbo or purgatory. We call it. Yep. And limbo, I think the way I believe it is when you when you buy like a child, a small child, like you know, not baptized or or you know, children, like babies, I should say, that yeah. died. You know, the young uh, kids. Who have no life or anything to judge, I guess. Yeah, uh, in limbo, that's what I believe. And also I believe that when somebody died, you know, and they are waiting to either go to heaven or, or wherever, you know, but if they go to hell, I guess they go straight to hell. But if they go to heaven, and if there's something that, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, like something that they, that they, uh, their fault and they cannot, they can, you know, once they're dead, they cannot help themselves even they pray so hard, you know, they cannot erase that sin. So I believe that when you die, if your relative or somebody will be praying to forgive that the soul of somebody that died, then afterwards, you know, God will forgive them and they go to heaven. Okay. That's what I believe. And so why do you believe this? If when I die, so you better make sure that you pray for my soul to, to be forgiven. <laughs> okay. But Just why me. do you believe this? Huh? Why do you believe this? Where did this come from? I don't know. I just believe it. That, you know, because I believe in, in heaven and hell and, and, and purgatory. They call it purgatory. That's where you, you know, where I think you're lingering there. If you have unfinished business or something that was not forgiven. And that's God. when you come and visit earth? That's when you can be a ghost that we see? Or right? smell or hear, that's when you get that interaction with ghosts and humans? Yeah, yeah and that's why every, every night when I, before, before I go to sleep, I pray for the souls of all the dead people, you know, and also, mm. you know, pray for people that are sick and coronavirus and everything, you know? Yeah, like but you, pr you pray for the dead so that in case they're in purgatory... Yeah, hmm. and then... You know, also pray for everybody that, you know, that we will be forgiven or do something right. I see. You know, the way I look at it, to me, prayers is very important because I believe in prayers. Well, maybe I can have you back sometime and we can discuss the power of prayer. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we can talk religion. And everything. If, you, if you're ever interested, I'd love to have you back on the show, really Mom. about religion. But well, you've lived faithfully your whole life to a religion, so yeah. I think you know it inside and out. Well, no, I don't really know. Hmm. Well, think about it, and we'll talk again. <laughs> okay. So that was a whole discussion with my mom. And uh, turning back to Ms. M., um, there was a story that started off the show before I had actually uh, had everything set up. And uh, here we have Cowboy Wally uh, prompting his mom about this story about this house that was very familiar to her. Mom, there is this, sorry, there is this story on the beach that you, you often tell. Uh, maybe you could, we could tell that one. Uh. The, the house the, that oh. you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Right. Well, I think I pretty well covered that, did I not? Well, you had the yeah. house that you knew was very familiar, as if you'd been there before. That house? Yeah. Yes. Did something happen in that house? And to answer my own question, I take you to the first part of our interview that was recorded before we actually officially started recording and uh, had a bit of interference uh, with the internet and some uh, background noise, which could have just been in the TV or perhaps something else. Well, one that uh, Wally, young Wally reminded me of was one that, oh, I was, I guess I was in my teens and I was in Vancouver <laughs> visiting my cousin. And uh, we went for a walk on the beach and there was this big old house there that was abandoned. And we decided we were going to go into it. And um, I had had a dream about a house. 
previously. And when I walked into the old house, I knew where everything was without ever being in it. Okay. And um, it was kind of um, a real weird feeling. And, but they, there was this old piano in it and it had been in my dream and the rooms I knew where everything was and it was really fantastic. And mind you, I didn't really understand at the time what it was all about, but I knew I had experienced it. <clears throat> so you've never been in this house. This was a completely oh, foreign I, house. No, I had never been in the house. It was an old house on the beach in Vancouver, West Vancouver. So, and, so were you like, do you believe in like a past life you were there? Or do you think you just knew this through some spiritual connection? I guess that's what I couldn't figure out at the time. But maybe I was there in, in a previous life. Who knows? You know, because yeah. I believe in, in things like that. And right now, the house we live in is a hundred years old and um, there's, I have experienced various things here, but to me, it's a very friendly house and the spirits that are in it are friendly. Um, I have, when I walk into a place, I get a feeling whether it's a friendly place or not, not friendly. And if there's been uh, uh, like uh, bad things that have happened there, you can sense it. But to me, this house we live in has always been a very friendly house. And if there's ghosts here, they're friendly. They won't hurt you. And, and to after, Mom, sorry, sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. Do you, do you hear the, the voices and the ghosts as well there, Wally? I do. I think it's the television. <laughs> but without anyone to confirm the television's existence, I guess uh, we'll have to either say it was TV or ghosts. We'll never know. Uh, to end this all out, we had a few fast questions for Ms. M. Here we go. Uh, in your opinion, what is a ghost? Ah, well, to me, it's like I said, it's more of a someone, a, a spirit than uh, a ghost, as you think of a ghost as uh, this thing in white. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's something you feel like. So you don't see it as much. You actually are sensing I, it differently. Right. I mean, um, I'll tell you one episode that I had. I had this black cat for years. And uh, didn't I, Wally? <laughs> yes, the evil cat. No, well, they, you thought he was evil. <laughs> All cats are evil. <laughs> Actually, I have, a, I have a story after about this cat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this cat, I mean, you can't call a cat a bad cat when it you wake up in the morning and it's licking your eyelids or your cheek. And uh, but it would sit on the bottom of my bed at night and it had these real green eyes and it was all black and it would stare out into the hall for ages as if it was seeing something out there. And many a night I had got out of bed and gone out in the hall to see if I could see what this, my cat was seeing. Of course, no, but uh, sometimes there even a shadow, you know, you see a shadow 
and it reminds you, you know, it's somebody, but I always think it's the ancestors. Yep. Marching around the house. So do you believe cats? Question number two, do you believe cats can see these ancestors and ghosts? Oh, that, we can? that, that cat could, I'm sure. <laughs> but uh, I've never had a cat like her since or before. All right, Wally, tell me the story about this cat. <laughs> well, I no, let's hopefully we won't be labeling Mama as the crazy ghost cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but no, credibility. <laughs> she's not a psychopath, so that's good. Um, actually, the the cat it never really liked anyone except Mom. This cat, and um, I remember I was very super super sick one day, and um, I was lying on the couch in the living room. And the cat came kind of trancing across the, the, the living room, jumped up onto my, my legs and started walking up towards me. And I'm like, oh, my God, the cat's <laughs> going to kill me. But then it curled up on my, my stomach and started purring. So I think there's probably something that it, I think it could sense that I wasn't feeling well. I think there's... Like if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about um, like spirits and and sensing, I think that maybe uh, animals have different uh, different senses. Like I mean, a dog, for example, can smell, and I guess I'm trying to figure out scientifically as well. But a wow. dog can smell like uh, there there if if a human's nose is a postage stamp, a, a dog's nose is too garbage bags like yeah, that's they can the smell what's in your pocket at the airport wall i get it <laughs> that's true <laughs> no comment on that one is <laughs> but they can also smell when you're ill right on your breath if you have cancer dogs can scent apparently that's true yeah um and animals during a tsunami sense it well before humans even can pick it up on their sensors and yeah. they start running the opposite direction yeah. so yeah absolutely and animals are more in tune with what's going on around them and they can also be healing, I think. This could be another podcast, Ease. <laughs> On the healing power of animals? Yeah, I mean, well, in hospitals and, and like old age homes and whatnot, they, there's like, you know, people that have animals tend to do better. Maybe it's companionship, I don't know. So yeah. anyways, I digress. Well, look at how many people or have... progress. <laughs> how many people have gotten animals through this pandemic. That's oh, true. Oh yeah. No. yeah. Us as well. We got a cat. And yeah. That's cat. right. Yeah. Right. And I think uh, that cat could definitely sense a few uh well, I think it's just hearing all the mice around the house. Can't believe it. Oh, she was sick of me. What? So much she was sick of what she did with me. Oh Wally's uh, just brought up uh something about the evil cat. But what about the evil cat? <laughs> <laughs> the one that um, the black cat when um, the cat was about five years old she developed uh, kidney problems and um, of course got sicker and sicker and we took her to the vet and he said uh, she hasn't got very long to live yeah, and if uh, she was human, she'd be on have to be on di uh, dialysis. And the cat had never liked Big Wally. And, right. But, you know, uh, for about, what, three or four days? Mm -hmm. For two days, when she was really, really sick, she, crawl she would crawl up on his knee and stay there for hours. But before she wouldn't go near him. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. it's just it is about. Right. You just never know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Do you believe in multiple lives? Do you believe in reincarnation and maybe those cats are uh, past spirits? Oh, you want to hear about a past spirit? I do. My grandmother, uh, who lived in the little house beside us, she had lived in this house for years and years and years. And then they moved her into the little house. And um, 
I always think of her as a Robin because for I don't know how many years, a Robin, this was even after she passed away, a Robin would come to what is my room now, it had been hers before, would come to the window and sort of tap on it and then go to the little house and tap on her bedroom window. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, Some kind of connection there, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So when I see a Robin, I always think of grandma. Hmm. And uh, various people, when I see various things, I, I think of for some reason, you know, there's an association. Yep. So, but, All right. uh, but maybe I'm just weird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any final comments on the topic of ghosts or anything else? Oh, no, this has been a real experience. <laughs> yeah, and I appreciate you coming on the show and having these conversations. I'll send you a link to where it's gonna end up here and uh, we're gonna combine your stories with uh, my mom's stories and hopefully if I can get a hold of them, uh, Andre here in Calgary from way back in the day, Andre back right. in the day. And I know that Michael has experienced some. Seriously? Yes. Oh. But I, I won't tell them because they're his stories. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna have to follow up on that with Mike. <laughs> yeah, he'll probably. That sounds perfect. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I guess we'll cut it off there. Thanks for coming on the show. And uh, hopefully the weather out in BC is cooperating with you. Well, it's kind of rainy today. Is it? <laughs> and it's Got supposed to be sunny tomorrow. I think we stole all your sun here in Calgary. It's beautiful. Well, please send it Oh, back. Well, hello, Calgary, right? There's a feeling yeah. in the air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please send it back. <laughs>